Hello, hello, hello. Greetings. This is the 27th episode of the Mental Threads Podcast. I'm here with a special guest. State your name, sir. What's going on? It's Main Event Teddy. Yes, Main Event Teddy. Pretty much like a little bit of a... Well, how can you say it? Like, you're pretty much well-known on campus at an NCCU, like a... Definitely, definitely, for sure. Uh, came here 2015. Been rocking out ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you pretty much already... Hold up. Yeah, you pretty much already graduated and everything, but you still come back to the campus from town to town? Yeah, definitely. Uh, part of being a promoter, um, just coming back and really, like, although we have social media, you know, it's still good to reach out to people and get to get to interact with people physically to try to get them to, you know, come out to the events and whatnot. And it's also just something fun to do. So, uh, yeah, for us, pretty much... Don't stay. I don't stay on campus, but you know I'm out here from time to time promoting or linking up with some of the uh, main event members or just whatever the case may be. Just staying relevant a little bit. Okay, nothing wrong with it. And pretty much main event is like just an association just for building parties and stuff like that. Just like YTS, I think. Uh, so uh, we're a little bit different. So the full company is uh, main event marketing and management, and so uh, we do exactly that. Uh, Mainly here in Durham, um, that's what we're pretty much known for, the party industry. Uh, but we're all over the place. We've done parties in Atlanta, Miami, uh, South Carolina, L.A. Uh, brought some of the biggest artists. Uh, like we do Money Bag Yo. We brought Young Dolph, Key Glock, uh, Boosie, No Cap, um, Toosie. Uh, Young Thug, Migos, Lil Baby, Future, like, you know, the list goes on. And so uh, we're really hands-on in a lot of things, but around here, around Durham and definitely the Central, yeah, we uh, uh, run the party industry, yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. That's a lot of high-power profile artists, man. I know, like, my favorite slowly coming by is, like, that's one of the new artists, like, Lil Baby for sure, man. Especially, he be killing it with the features, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what about his flow, bro, but he just kills it every time. You put him with J. Cole, kills it. Dre yeah, kills he's it. versatile. He's versatile, yeah. yeah. We, uh, uh, I'm trying to think where we brought him to. Um, I think, last time, actually, we brought him to, uh, if I believe correctly, we brought him an All-Star Weekend when it was in Charlotte a couple years ago. And so we do, yeah, we do events like that, All-Star Weekends, Homecomings, uh, uh, BET Weekend in L.A., uh, just everything, any any and everything you could think of. Oh, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. And would you say, like, you have interest, like, in, like, starting your own business yourself, or is this, is this like, your main, main business that you're working with? Uh, I do plan on starting a business within the uh, venture of main event, but... Uh, yeah, I do plan on um, starting my own business within that within this company to branch off and things like that. Okay, yeah, sure, I could see that and everything. You know, like I have interest in starting my own couple businesses. Uh, I know Party Bus is one thing I want to invest in for the future because I like, just it's COVID right now, so it's just like you know, I feel like because my father works with like Sam does, he he pretty much sends a whole lot of vehicles back to Liberia and stuff like that. I'm thinking like maybe if you could probably help me like kind of like uh, invest into that, maybe through Washington D.C. because that's pretty much where I'm going to be staying at on uh, the next couple of months. And I'm thinking maybe like if I make enough profit off that and everything, or maybe off this music thing hopefully maybe i can 
get my, uh, invest in my own studio, maybe get a laundromat, and then you know, little itty bitty stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. and hopefully one day I really want to like invest in my own like strip club too, man. Like yeah, for real, man. man. That uh, it's definitely a good industry. Um, it's good, but it can somewhat be challenging. Um, I feel like the main thing of having a strip club is definitely uh, having the brand, like you know. Like there's plenty of strips club there's plenty of strip clubs everywhere but everyone knows about Magic City your G5s your all that type cuz they built a brand for themselves to where nigga that shit just go crazy like if you in Atlanta you know to if you want to go to a strip club you know to go to Magic City like and it's crazy cuz you you if you never been you hear so much about it and you go out there and it's like the fucking strip club look like a hole in the wall. But it's fucking Rolls Royces and Maseratis and all that shit parked out front and hella money thrown. All the big industry niggas come through there. So it's like it's really about your brand for real. Brand brand yourself right and run a good business. You can pretty much do anything. No, no, I believe on that heavily, man, because I'm a business student myself and everything. So it's just like, you know, branding can really go as far away because like some people might be interested in one strip club versus another strip club more. Like I know in L.A. area, they most like like skinny type of, type of strippers and everything with the loose type of panties and stuff like that. It's like some niggas aren't into shit like that. They prefer like, you know, like the big, thick, you know, down south and just like stack fucking ass fat, you know, titties everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's just everybody has each his own, but everyone pretty much knows what kind of what 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 their interests lie and i feel like you know when it comes to strip clubs i don't know i feel like it's just like do you feel like like when it comes to seeking out strippers and everything you know like trying to find the right people that might want to begin might be like beginners and stuff like that and finding the right balance between that and people who actually have experience for a while and everything um when it comes to like just finding the process of finding a trip i know you haven't started a strip club but it's like what, what do you think like your strategy would be like get the right you know dancers and stuff uh to start i feel like it definitely goes farther than just having a, a nice body like obviously having a nice body it help you and that industry but you know a lot of the a lot of the the dancers that we work with now that we have personal relationships with they uh they have a brand of their own you know and so like everyone I think sometimes uh women get it confused when they just feel like they got a nice butt they can twerk so they feel like they can make some money at the strip club like yeah, that that could potentially be true, but yeah, at the same time, you have to understand you about to go into an industry where uh, you about to go into an industry where they not too really keen on you know the new girls coming around, and you about to go and try to go into a strip club where most of the guys that come in there have already they already have their select. You know, certain amount of people like some guys will go to a strip club and just be for one person. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, finding a girl that uh, has a brand within herself would definitely be a positive thing to do because um, that's going to help you. Uh, obviously, having you know, yeah, having a nice body, whether that be like petite, nice or down, like you said, down south thick, whatever it is. 
well kept together. Um, gotta have sex appeal, obviously, and then um, and the personality too, man. I yeah. mean, you can't be like the type that's just too bougie to yeah. do much of anything. You got to yeah. be free spirit, you know. It's like area where it's like you're literally getting buck ass naked in front of people. Can't be kind of too shy with it too, you know. Like I ain't trying to put like, oh, you know, just show the tits. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like you gotta have find like some kind of free. It's a character type yeah, thing too. It's yeah, like you yeah, know, yeah. dudes could be there to the strip club the first time ever and whatnot. And it's just like you know, they don't want to like be set up with somebody that just doesn't know what they're doing or just doesn't like you know, pretty much care about doing their job basically. Yeah, so yeah, it's just like yeah. you know, your heart's got to be in it too. Yeah, definitely, definitely got your heart's got to be in it. Uh, yeah, cause that shit could just you know, like we deal with. We deal with dances a lot, and it just it can it gets a lot. It just a lot go into it, um, and it could just it could be a good or a bad situation. Uh, but you do it right, uh, incorporate some of the right people, then it, you could definitely make something pop off. Cause once, like I said, once the brand gets to evolve, and then you'll be able to take things to another level. I feel that, man. I feel that pretty heavily, man. It's just like, do you feel like Durham has enough shirt clothes? Or do you feel like we need like a little bit more on that? Uh, I don't. I just crazy. What I'm about to say, I don't even know. Well, I'm sure they do, but I've never heard of a strip club in Durham. The only ones I've know of are in Raleigh, and that's only two that I know of, and that's Raleigh and Nisa. And again, that goes back to building the brand. They've built their brand to where. If you're in a Raleigh-Durham area, you want to go to a strip club, you know, to either go to Raleigh or Amnesia because they built their brand. Then they have dancers within their company that has built their brand to where everyone is essentially promoting this one location. And it's uh, it's like, you know, she, this girl has her brand of people that follow her. So they're going to come there. This girl got her brand of people. The club got its own brand of people. So everybody pushing in one area, you know what I'm saying? They make it work. Yeah, man, I feel that. I feel that. Uh, do you feel like maybe colorism might kind of link into just like, you know, when it comes to like popularity of like the dancers or whatever, or just anything in regards to you feel like it plays any role in anything? They think nobody cares. Like you just titties and ass. Who cares? Uh, uh, it, it can depend. Um, I definitely feel like, uh, well, I'm going to say it does just because, uh, holistically, we already live in colorism where, you know, like, uh, like you got niggas like Kodak Black talking about he don't need no dark skin. Like, you feel me? Talking about he already black. He don't need no black bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, black as hell. What's yeah, up with black yeah, skin? Yeah, dark skin girls are fine as shit, bro. Like, I feel like they're like the most sensual yeah, on the spectrum. That's just how matter. I see it. Nah. I don't know what the next guy thing. Nah, Maybe I'm just African. Fact. I don't know. I just feel like there's something about how the light kind of hits the yeah, skin. You know, when you dim the lights and that's everything. It's just like dark skin girls, they got they got some stuff going on. People like the point, like, oh, yeah, light skin girls, like, oh, yeah, it's just like, maybe they're in the magazines a whole lot so it's like it might be pushing that narrative like the holly berries and stuff like that but it's like i don't know like i guess it started for me when i watched you ever seen the movie class act class act no. but kid and play and whatnot like i don't know like, you've you seen the house party movie yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah but you haven't seen class act uh-uh. okay okay so you remember the dark skin girl from um boys in the hood like yeah, ricky's yeah, 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 ricky's yeah, yeah. uh she baby mama yeah dude yeah. she was in that movie class act as like the that's like the love interest for uh kids character and whatnot uh -huh. that's where it started for me for dark skin girls oh, i'm like word. bro people be like because i think um old girl from freshman's of bel-air was in that movie too at the love interest for uh play uh -huh. and whatnot 
But it's just like I don't know. I was always drawn to Demita. That's that's who the girl oh, was. Yeah, she, yeah, she was fun yeah, as hell. Yeah. I don't know what, but yeah. it was just I just fuck with her. I was just more drawn to her, really. But it's just like that's kind of where it started for me as a kid. You know, I was young. So it's, I don't know. I guess everyone just kind of exposed to different things. Yeah, everybody has their own like preferences and whatnot. Yeah, but definitely. it's just like I don't know. I don't know. I just uh, that's just me. Uh, I mean, I don't. I feel like me personally, like. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't really. I don't really care. Like, I might have a preference, but I'll never be like, like I wouldn't date one. Like, I never say I wouldn't date this girl because she dark skin, or I wouldn't fuck with this girl because she light skin. Like, you feel me? I'm best of both worlds. Like, you feel me? If I if I get that attraction from you, then you feel me? It is what it is. I'm not going. And vibes play a role too, man. Like yeah. for real. Like it's just a bougie could be on each side no matter what. Definitely. And, and it's, it's just like, yeah. And some people like bougie, some people don't. It's just it just depends on how, where your vibes lay at and everything, you know. But, yeah. But we've as a culture created like a somewhat of a standard for like, you know, when you when how you speaking on boozy, like I feel like a lot of people associate the boozy lifestyle with light skinned girls and they're just this, that, and the third, and then dark skinned girls have their characteristics, and it's like you feel me. It's shit just all around, like it's it's a characteristic. So I mean, just because you light skin or you dark skin, you feel me? That don't mean you don't got either or the characteristics. But I feel like women play into that too, though. Like women play and women obviously hear about the characteristics that they supposed to have about themselves. And so sometimes I feel like women will play into it. Like even for dudes too, man. Yeah. I remember like growing up and everything, people used to rip on you for being dark skin and whatnot. And then you grow and then you get to college and everything. Now it's like a fetish. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, you feel me? Bitches goddamn love a dark skinned nigga. But and and you feel me, you right, you absolutely right. And this this like like the same thing with weight though, for real. Like, you feel me? Hot. Middle school, high school, middle school, you get picked on for being a little fat nigga around, around the way, but... You got to be funny if you're a fat, too, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, I say, yeah. like, if I was fat, I tried to be funny. Yeah. That's what those really got but me through, but... I was, like... I was cooler, though, than a lot of, like, just your average fat nigga, so it made it a little bit easier for me, but... Nigga, when I got to college, it was, like... You feel me? Like, when the fuck all these hoes start liking fat niggas? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Because <laughs> it's like, you're a boss. You yeah, big and yeah, shit and whatnot. Yeah. Like, for me, I was like, I was kind of really, really overweight set. And, like, I came in kind of thickish. I kind of slimmed down a little bit more, though. Right. And everything. that's mostly because it's just, I've been trying to work out and whatnot. I've been kind of slimming and just focus on stuff. Because, like, you know, like, at the same time, I got diabetes and stuff in my family. You know, it's just, it's right, good to right. just shed that stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. it's like, I'm 30 years old. Yeah, and then, like, then really. And then yeah, hard. and everything. Plus, you know, you want to get, like, fit, too. Because, you know, you know when people want to try to press at you and everything you don't want to be slowing out of breath until right. the first five minutes and shit right you know it's not it doesn't very bode very well but it's just like you know but yeah man it's just like i don't think like females really don't care really it's just a respect thing like if you have a good like um how can i say like a good reputation attached to you and everything i feel like you're good to go really yeah. and everything like it's just that like, people like like you as you are and everything like, yeah he's fat but it's like you know he's he's funny like he's a cool dude yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. then you then you know you're fine and everything but it's just like i feel like it all comes down to just kind of being being in sync with yourself like just fucking yeah, with yourself yeah you yeah know? definitely uh definitely being yourself is probably the biggest the biggest characteristic like especially and this really this really goes beyond just 
you know, being being heavy set, like having anything that you feel like is could potentially be a hindrance to you or get picked on about or just anything like that, like owning it and accepting it is what make people what make people respect you about. I mean, like we all know but people are gonna talk about you to the day you die. You could be fat as hell. You could think losing weight is gonna make people stop talking about you, but they're just gonna find something that's new to talk about once you lose the weight. They always find something new, man. And so, it's just I guess it's just weird now because we're all this is social media age, so it's like people just constantly try to leave comments. I'll be like, Oh yeah, this nigga T fucked up. Oh yeah, this you, nigga, you feel nigga. Me. and it's like, you know, it's in the comfort of their own homes and everything. Yeah. So it kinda of bleeds into real life where people are becoming less and less confrontational. Yeah. Which on one hand, yeah, it's good because then, you know, but in the other hand it's really bad too. Because the less people are confrontational and people are used to taking L's physically and, you know, just, you know, leaving that respect factor and everything, you know, then it uh, fast forwards to a point where people pull out weapons, start like capping people, like literally, and it's like because they're afraid to get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all been there and everything. We all take L's. Sometimes we take W's too. And then it's just a matter of whether if you, like, you whether you give a fuck enough to really respond to that over and over again. It's like, you know, sometimes it's better just not to respond. Yeah. Because, like, some people can really take L's. Some people really can't take L's at all. And then it's like, it'd be like your whole family in danger just because something got mm-hmm. that stupid. Well, and it's like, you know, you think of, I think about shit like this all the time and everything. Yeah, it's definitely. like, you know, like, you know, because I feel like the boondocks pretty much put a, put a, like, a little map over stuff like that, the nigga moment. Basically, mm-hmm. and it's just like we all see nigga moments all the time where it's just like it's just one black man that just wants to just mind his own, get what he has to get, live his life, whatever. And then niggas in the background hating on him for some weird reason, just try to like um, ingest some kind of like ignorant ass moment to fuck shit up for everybody because they're bored and insecure. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, well, what would be a good way to like counter a lot of this? Because I'm thinking about just taking boxing classes just so I can be able to like just defend yourself more properly and everything, be less clumsy. But it's just like at the same token, even if you do kick somebody's ass, mm-hmm. they're still going to come back three times hard. Yeah. Uh, nine times out of ten, man, I just, just avoid it. Like, especially, you know, like, with this party shit, man, it's like, you kick a nigga ass, then you already got police outside, which they're not, with them knowing that you're running the event, you know what I'm saying, they not going like super go ham, but kicking a nigga ass don't do nothing because then a nigga feels sour about you kicking his ass and then want to try to take it to another level. Then police got to get involved and then it just, you know, it can mess up your, it can mess up your reputation. Uh, because niggas will just start associating your events with just bullshit going on every time, which obviously uh, someone fighting can is somewhat in your control, but not all the way. You can't you can't make niggas not fight. The only way you can probably hinder a fight from happening is catching it before it happens. But nine times out of ten, you in a club with fucking eight hundred, a thousand people, and it's you know what I'm saying? A certain number of security guards. It's like they they can't. You can see everything, but now you're trying to mush through a crowd that's shoulder to shoulder on each other. And it's like, you feel me? It's only but so much you can do. But, man, I just avoid that shit, man. I ain't about to. 
ain't, cause you're getting way too old for this shit, man. Yeah, it's just like no. we're getting to the age where a lot of us are starting families and shit. Yeah, you're also trying to fight in the club and everything. Yeah, like, like just have a good time and fuck off. That man. shit, that shit, that shit, corny, man. And at the same time, at the same time, some of it, some of that is me avoiding cont, me avoiding uh conflict because I know. With myself at the end of the day, like, well, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I got to do to go home. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if we goddamn get into a conflict and I whoop your ass or uh, security, whatever whatever the case may be, had to get on your head because of the way you acting and you try to take it to another level, I'm not going to, while at the same time trying to prevent that level from coming, I'm not going to not prepare myself for that moment to happen so if that moment happened and it's get to where it's my life or yours i'm gonna defend my life you know what i'm saying and so to best avoid doing all that just avoid that i would avoid the conversation at all all together because at the end of the day bro fighting beating a nigga up don't make you no more of a man than another nigga i mean that shit just Fighting a nigga, and especially with how niggas do today, where niggas don't fight and just lose and go about their business, bro. Nigga, you very fight. few, very you, few, very few. A nigga gotta, a nigga gotta come from somewhere where that's how they grew up, or just goddamn have some super like, super like, all right, shit, it is what it is type type of mentality. But most of these niggas. They lose and they get a running towards cars and opening trunks and shit. Like, I ain't even, I ain't even finna put myself. Cause it's, even though I'm prepared to defend my life, it's no guarantee that you won't lose yeah, your life yeah, anyway. Yeah, you know it's, what I'm it's saying? It's all just like, taking chances over, no some, over some Fugazi ass shit, over man. Some, it's over just stupid. It, Nigga getting thrown out the club, you feel me, for something he did. Or whatever the case may be. Now you want to take it to another level. Like, bruh, all right, bruh. Like, just go home, bruh. All right, you fucked up, nigga. Niggas will let you come back next week. Like, bruh, just chill. And half the time, the party be damn near over anyway. So, like, bruh, just go ahead and chill, bruh. Just go home. Like, you feel me? You you doing this shit. Goddamn, you finna end up in jail or just some dumb shit. Like, this shit don't be worth it. Like, yeah, man. It's just like, I just be like, I see it like this and everything. Cause, like, you know, you get a, a you pretty much cross paths, like, with people, you know, whether it be from, like, long time ago, whatever. And it's just like, you know, they, they have this weird, like, distorted image of yourself and everything. You could be, like, years removed from, like, whatever event it is and whatnot. And it's just like, and I just, I just try to focus on myself as best I can. You know, it's just like I feel like even trying to put yourself in a good environment, which would be like, you know, the circle that you roll with and everything or just just in general and everything, you know, like in high school, I used to say, like, you know, I was stupid and shit like that. Teachers used to pull out and be like, oh, yeah, you're a waste of time. I step over here. I've been an honor roll student ever since. Oh, and everything. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of how I see it. I feel like, you know, there's always a moment to change. You can always get better and everything. That's just kind of what I'm focused on. You know, yeah, you're not defined by your mistakes or your L's and everything. I feel like there's more to life and everything than really just having to try to prove yourself to people who probably aren't even thinking about you like that, you know. And I feel like I have to kind of remind myself of that all the time and even if they are and everything you got to keep in mind you got to be a dope ass motherfucker for people to have to sit around and talk shit about you mm -hmm. all the time trying to get in your way all the time 
you know and it's just like you know you have shit like that all the time and everything you know it's just like you know people i growing up like i had i had like you know everybody has their own kind of like their conflict their bullies and shit like that my people's grown the people who used to test me bro were people that used to like take pictures of me like around like just i'd be living my whole life and be carrying like galleries of me on your phone like nigga why you carry pictures of another nigga on your right, phone right, right. i would be always weirded out by shit like that like nigga I, you're like two some years older than me you right. give a shit like what i'm doing because i write in the notebook because i want to like get better like building my vocabulary and right, shit like right, that right. bothers you and shit like that yeah I, I i think about that not in the sense of just like oh like how could this happen but just in a sense of just like just the mentalities yeah, and just yeah. the just the practicalities that come with it you know and it's just like you know everybody's different you know back then they thought that shit was cool you know that yeah. was not cool that's weird yeah. you know when i think about people that are cool and everything i'm thinking people like you know people like you and everything are just like you know they just mind their own just have a good time that's it you know they're very much out there don't bother nobody that's cool to me because like why are you sweating somebody right. else for right. trying to do what they got to do like right. i never understand that that jealousy shit that insecurity insecurity shit that shit ain't masculine man mm -hmm. like and i ain't i ain't on the whole, oh, we gotta be a man to be yeah, this, like yeah, that, but it's yeah. like, bro, like, fuck off. Like, that's literally just it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of shit, a lot of that would help me just be comfortable with the nigga that I am. I don't really give a fuck what a nigga think about me. Like, a nigga can say what the fuck you wanna say, like, that shit's not gonna phase me, it's not gonna affect how I go about my day, like, but unfortunately, there are people in this world that. You know, shit like that affects their their mentality and how they think and just, you know, how they go about themselves in life to where, you know, you have some people that uh, commit suicide because of stuff like that. And it's something that I can't, I can't really explain how a person can do that coming from doing it to not doing it, but it's definitely, I feel like, something keen that everyone should at least work on in their lives and not giving a fuck what a nigga got to think because, nigga, like I said, niggas going to talk about you to the day that you die. It's a big-ass world out there, too, yeah. man. And yeah. once you get older, you realize how irrelevant a lot of these people are. They don't do shit for nothing, man. Shit, man. It's, and it's bad. Social media got us in a point now to where niggas can make their lives seem like something is not. And that's that's probably the biggest thing that fucks a lot of people up in this generation. Like, niggas be thinking, because a nigga is never going to post on Instagram the bad. They always going to post the good. They never going to post the bad. They might post how they feeling every now and again. But if a motherfucker is homeless, down to their lowest, ain't got no money, they're not going to put that on Instagram. They're going to... God damn, whatever. Take a picture next yeah. to a Mercedes Benz and be like, <laughs> new You feel me? You feel me? Like, it's just like smoking mirrors, man. Yeah, like, you feel me? It's all a, it's all a facade for real. Uh, so, I mean, you can't let that, you can't let that dictate things neither because you're going to be spinning yourself in a circle thinking somebody, somebody got something they not like. Niggas be having clothes, $600 shoes, shit like that. Like, that's cool. Like, and that shit look good on Instagram, but at the same time, them niggas don't got no bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, if a nigga ain't got no bills and he working, like, nigga should be able to buy some $600 sneakers. You know what I'm saying? But you having bills and and just, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever a person got going on in their life and they want them sneakers but can't afford them because they got bills, like, don't make you any less of a person than them. You feel me? 
you you probably in a position that that person want to be, but they ain't in right now. So they use that their public image to try to defy what people think about them. And that shit just be like, it's crazy. It's crazy how you can just depict yourself in this world and and that shit not really be true at all. That shit not really be what's going on at all. And a lot of people do it. A lot of people go through it. And that shit is bad. We're all just trying to compete against each other and everything. And even I got to, like, cut it down myself and everything. You know, it's just like, uh, like you know, being on IG and everything, you might just, like, check over, like, so, like, try to say, oh, who got more followers? Who got more, like, what, what this nigga be on and everything? Because, you know, you had the same context, the whole term, like, trying to keep your friends close but your enemies closer and shit. You know, I feel like it's taking it to a whole different level nowadays because you can really check up on, like, what people are doing and everything yeah, at the same funny. time. But it's, like, it's such a waste because it's, like, you know, I at the same time, you're not focusing on yourself and shit everything. Social media, yeah. shit. So social media, and niggas can buy likes and comments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how. That's how bad social media is running the world now, to where you can literally buy likes and comments to make yourself look like something that you're not. And I know plenty of people that do that shit. It's crazy. Pretty crazy and everything. But, you know, it's just the life we live right now, you know. Because even, like, looking like you're successful can also help with success. Because they see, like, you're popping and everything. They'll add more followers and likes and everything. Like, oh, what's up with this dude and everything, you know. And it's just it's just stuff of that nature. But it's like you're not really meeting people or whatever as much. So it's just like, you know. So the whole social media thing can also be very helpful in the sense of just trying to, you know, get verified and everything. When, as soon as you get verified, that really helps you, too and everything but also it's just had the same concept you still got to put the work in mm-hmm. and everything you know like in my case and everything like you know i had my mixtape drop like april 30th and everything i was hoping to drop it in january this year right. but it's like once you put the work in and you focus on yourself to get it get the right beat selection and everything write out every song you know give like a week to write out each song maybe two songs you know whatever mm-hmm. get it mastered redo it you know read uh do the verse again yeah. and again you know it's like it's a really long process yeah. And I everything, never. you know, it's just like, yeah, but it's just at the same token, it's like I still got it done, posted. Sometimes I would send the link to the SoundCloud, whoever I can, drop it here, there, whatever, mm-hmm. whoever might see, whoever don't, you know, it is what it is. But it's just like, it's just stuff like that. At least I put the work in to get it done and put it on DistroKid. Yeah. You know, I feel like even at 23, like, you know, I feel like I've done like more work than a lot of people who said they really wanted this shit and said they wanted to do like, you know, from high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they never really dropped anything. So it's just like, you know, I, I say I, I really see it as like a grounds of pride too. Now I got oh like I'm better you than entire shit, but it's like okay, if I can do this with just this much of uh resource and everything, let's see what else I can do if I just keep being consistent with it, you know. So it's just like, you know, obviously my last project won't be my last project. Right. You know, it's just a matter of just really just trying to focus on really just getting myself set up for the next one. Right. So it's like, you know, like what would you say for like people who like are really maybe at a struggling phase in their life trying to make it to a certain place, but like, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, man, consistency uh, is really the key to everything. I mean, if you want it bad enough, then staying consistent isn't a problem. You know what I'm saying? You might, you might, just whatever the case may be that's holding you back, but it's like the way I try to look at things, you already started. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, when people say you can look at the glass half full or half empty, like you already started, so 
yeah, you could turn around, but it's like, you already started. You might as well go ahead and fill the fucking glass up. Like, you already started pouring the shit. Um, and that's with anything. With music, I mean, it's shit crazy because I, I, before I got involved with music, I just used to wonder, like, what the fuck take rappers so long to come out with shit? Like, why the fuck niggas albums come out like once or twice every year until I got involved with it and I'm like god damn like this shit a lot yeah, it's like, a process man yeah. I got beats on top of beats on yeah. top of beats on my computer I'm thinking alright cool I got all these beats that's a whole lot of song which is a good good to have an abundant mindset yeah, when it yeah. comes to this shit but you have to dedicate like every day to it like I would say like if I was more like um, organized I would goods I would set up like about a good hour maybe two hours to like something and music I would gotta be writing a verse writing a song then I'd be on to like my project and at least if it's already written out whether if I have the money or not then it'd be like every time I got disposable income I could just head straight to the studio like that you know so it's just it's all about preparing too I already got all the beats set up for all my next projects it's just a matter of just finding time to write not be like repetitive you know cause right, you can't right, talk right. about the same shit over over and over yeah. again some people can make it work some people can't but you have to be able to redo it every time yeah. you can talk about love you can talk about money and getting money all day every day but you have to make different it different all the time yeah and i feel like that's what's the stress about with like rappers too and everything you know like, but i look at artists like russ i know i spoke about russ on several i know have you heard about russ yeah, you yeah pretty yeah, much heard about yeah, it, but yeah. you don't listen to russ like that right uh i might have heard a song or two but he's I, he's not someone that i Search to play his music now, nah. yeah. but I know he's talking about for sure. I'm more like I'm more enamored with him, like as just like uh like just like like as an artist, but like an independent art. How he like just the juice he gives in the interviews and everything. Right. I feel like that's why I'm mostly a fan of Russ. Cause I fuck with his music too. I think it's pretty cool right. and everything. But it's really just his work ethic and the consistency. He could drop a song once every week, right. and he build a fan base right off of that. I know people I like, hate on Russ, like oh you know like Russ. Oh yeah, he's just who whatever. He's too cocky. He's a fucking rapper. Right. You gotta be cocky to right, some right, extent, right, right? Right, right? You can't be I'd be a rapper be like oh I'm insecure. I don't yeah. know what I'm saying. You know, like, it's just, like, I could never understand people that really think that way and everything. You know, you got to learn from people that actually put the work in and everything. It's just, like, you know, let me be as, like, diligent with my work. Let me be as disciplined and organized as Russ, you right. know, so that I can be able to make a profit of this shit. Because right. it's, like, some people could be, like, Rick Ross or... Two chains where Rick Ross didn't even make a profit off rap until like his thirties. Yeah. Two yeah, chains yeah. didn't really start blowing up until like his thirties. You know, he was Titty Boy beforehand, but he really didn't start blowing up, blowing up till his fucking thirties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but you have to ask, so do you want to be in your thirties doing this shit and everything? You don't know how the climate of thing is gonna look now yeah. that we're already in an era where we're having Lil Nas X doing his thing. I'm not, I'm not hating on him, you know, yeah, do whatever. Yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. he did all that extra, he did all that extra shit. Only got like sixty k plays when NBA Young Boy tops uh, certified lover boy and everything yeah, so it's just yeah, like he in jail. <laughs> he's in jail and he did it bro. and yeah. i'm not even i don't even listen to nba young boy like that and everything but it's just like dude to have a fan base it's just off youtube and shit just from just working hard and everything you gotta learn so that's the two people i need to learn from is nba young boy and russ because they both did it fucking independent yeah, you know yeah and it's just stuff like that you know if i really want to move on it's just i know like but do you have a consideration you're, you're about to uh, drop you on a project too eventually one yeah, day, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think what might what makes it a little bit easier for me and separate me from some people, man, is you feel me? I talk about I talk about the past and I talk about now. Like I can't really too much speak on the future because I don't know about it. Like 
Like you'll never you'll never hear a song with me saying like anything about no overly crazy jury until I got that jury. Mm-hmm. Then I'll put in a song like, Well bitch, I got a fucking hundred thousand dollar chain on. But I'm not I'm not I'm just talking about talk about shit I've been through, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's right now that's where a lot of my stain is gonna come from. Like, talking about shit I've been through, talking about shit that can be relatable, because I'm going to, at the same time, I'm going to paint it, I'm going to paint the picture vividly, so it's not too specific to where I cut off, like, you may have something similar to what I went through, but the way I'm going to describe it is, can work for either your or my situation, you know what I'm saying, and that shit, uh, that shit'll make it a lot easier. Um just fan wise and it's easy to talk about stuff you've been through because it's true. You know what I'm saying? You don't got the you don't got to make up shit. You don't have to you don't have to try to feel it. You know what I'm saying? I put a beat on that I like and I get to goddamn just thinking about shit I've been through and I'll put my shit together and then I get to rapping that bitch and you feel me, that shit just flow out of me. Like a lot of some people when they started when they start rapping or doing music, you feel me? They they don't even know how to stay on beat. Like they don't know how to tune their voice or how to use their voice as an instrument with the with the instrumental. And so you feel me? They got to start from a lower point. When I the first thing I ever recorded in a studio was wasn't bad like i of course the fucking word it sucked like i didn't know what i was doing but uh um yeah i didn't know i was doing but the flow of things and how i was using my voice was like spot on and so uh it's a lot that go into it it's definitely a long process definitely a financial process uh but at the same time it's like when you put that work in and then that track get done and you just play it, it's like, God damn, like every time every time I finish a song, it's probably like the only shit I play for like two days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the house, in the car, in the shower, like wherever the fuck, cause I'm like, this it right here. Like if I don't feel like that, once that track has came together, if I don't feel like, boy, this shit it right here, then you feel me? I take it back to the drawing board or whatever the case may be to get it to where it need to be. But definitely consistency and knowing that this shit not going to happen quickly. Knowing that this shit is uh, somewhat of a marathon um, because, it, you feel me, you might have to do some shit where you might have to you until you put together a team necessarily that are you know when you need this done you go to him we need this done you go to him we need this done you go to him like that sort of a team until you got to that point it's going to be a lot of you trying this nigga or you don't really fuck with that shit or he wasn't the best at that so you send it to two other people to see how they think and where they take your track to. And until you find the correct pieces, it's like, you know, it's a lot of back and forth. Like you could you could send your you could send one track to four different engineers 
and come back with four different sounds, but you're going to have to pay all four of them. You know what I'm saying? But it's like finding finding the uh, perfect finding the perfect uh, people to work for because you also got some people that, uh, like, you might have this engineer that's better with, you know, your R&B type, like, Seti Hendrix, like, real vibe, laid back type shit. He might be super cold at putting some shit like that together, but not so good as putting some some young turnt shit together. And then on the other end, you might have this nigga that can put some turnt ass shit together but can't really fuck with the R&B vibes. So I'm saying it's 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 a lot that go into it. But staying consistent and knowing that it shit not going to happen quickly, it's going to be a process to it, and uh, it's going to be a process to it. And just, yeah, like I said, just staying consistent, man, That's those are probably the most important two, most two important things. Oh, no, no, seriously, like, I feel that all that, like, heavily, man. It's just this music thing, it ain't just, like, pull up at the studio and just call it a day, no, man. No, no, Everybody's got a process. Like, something like my process, I like to, like, listen to the beat first, kind of get a feel of what the beat sounds like and what emotions I'm both inspired off it. And then I like to break the beat up in pieces, you know, like, be, like, one part for the hook, one part for the first verse, one part for the middle verse. Mm-hmm. And then the transitional part, I probably figure out, like, you know, what to do with that. And then it just takes in from, uh, from that and everything. But it's just, it's a process I have to do every time in order to get the the sound and the timing correct and everything right. it also gave me some time to breathe you know stuff of that nature and you know like everybody's kind of different they can just freestyle over tracking you know make a song mm-hmm. just that day and everything and some people it's just you know everyone has different talents everyone does different processes but it's good like if as an artist you got to find your own personal process you know some people maybe you can meditate beforehand yeah, maybe yeah. you can write it down just on the daily it's good to like probably get your vocabulary up so like so maybe when you hop into the studio you already have something written that you can kind of just put in between yeah. you know it's just stuff like that and yeah. whatnot you know it's just it's all just a matter of just how you want what you want to do and everything like that you know it's just i had to be focused on school for a minute though yeah, and like i had yeah, to yeah. fucking i had so much shit going on over the summer i couldn't even like get on to actually focus on a project you know life can happen too bro like mm-hmm. i swear that's one thing life can also get in the way like shit so it's just like it's good it's just like you know it's come to an end for me to be in school and then i'm gonna transfer to grad school and everything mm-hmm. maybe i in the dc area we'll see how things go for me in terms of like how music goes because i know dc that's that's a virginia's actually yeah. low-key kind of the mecca too like in mm-hmm. a sense like you know something you know because like i think drake went down to virginia and wale is also from va too yeah. and uh freaking pharrell yeah. yeah yeah it's yeah, just like they have a very good ear for music and everything mm-hmm. so it's like you know i want to be able to intermingle with that group for sure if i really want to see like how this music thing could like shoot into the stratosphere because you know i'm from charlotte but it's like you know there's the thing about charlotte it's, it's hard to really be a charlotte artist and make it right out of charlotte you always got to step out somewhere else you know see, yeah you know? one thing one thing i'm not too fan of in north carolina man is like the support like you know ain't no support at all man. no support like you know some rappers some rappers, for example, like Yellow Beezy, you feel me? He was rich before he went, well, not rich, but he was making money off of rap before his shit went mainstream because niggas in his city fuck with him. So he booking shows in his city, you know what I'm saying? And getting paid off off of shit just in his city. And so once it, once it went mainstream, it's like it went to another level. And same thing for like, 
one a perfect North Carolina example, Tusi. You know what I'm saying? Tusi were popping in North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? We uh we actually booked Tusi uh back when uh, this song called Red Light he had was his number one hit at the time. And so and it's crazy. It didn't it was like and this is not to speak bad on him, just just talking about the experience. You know what I'm saying? Every other song he was performing was like, eh, some people knew it, some people didn't. But then when that fucking red light came on, the fucking crowd went crazy. And so it was like, you know what I'm saying? Having that support, having that support in your city uh, definitely take you a long way. But I personally just feel like we in, we in a city or state uh, more so that niggas just don't be on that type of time, like, a nigga see you shining and I hate you for it. Like, like you feel me? Instead of just supporting or We're like... just trying to learn, man. It's just like, like Don wonders, like, do y'all really like this music thing for real? Because, like, regardless of who wins or who doesn't get ahead, why should that bother you? I, I don't care if, like, we start from, like, freaking the sandbox and kindergarten. If somebody's doing well, you're doing well. You That's good. Me. Clap. Because when it's you, you want people to feel the same way about you. Exactly. That karma shit, y'all got to, like, really apply it to your life, exactly. man. Not even on some, like, you know, heavy Christian or, like, heavy universal type shit. But it's just, like, just, like, human to human type shit. Right. You don't want to hold people back if they yeah. have potential to become something greater. You know, like, I, I know an artist and everything. He was kind of young. He had no car and everything like that. You know, I don't get in his way. I just be like, yo, you need a ride to the cypher you need right, this or whatever like right. you know like you need me to like do freaking like i could do your your album cover because like, i do graphic design too oh, right. yeah i be doing my own like have you seen my page and everything you see like the cover of my mixtape i designed yeah. that whole thing oh, but right. it's like but somebody else took the pictures and right, i just right. did my own thing right, to, like right. at my you own put spin. It together yeah you know it's just like, it's just shit like that it's just like because it's just how you know i like to be i like my self-expression to be just reflecting on me yeah and everything and i would do it like for people in journey entertainment too that's who that's uh, the collective i'm a part of and they need somebody to do the whole uh, cover i do it for them and everything right. i'm not really charging anybody right now because it's not like so super professional right but i do something where it's right, just like right. okay i can make it different make you set apart from everybody else in the right. beginning so it doesn't look like shit or look like it just like okay it just looks like any other project you know because you got to stand out too but it's just like you know that's just me i mean i don't know about the next person but it's like you know it can't be me to just hold people down bro like it's just like nah because like when they actually do make it you won't be like oh yeah it's because of this person you know he yeah, helped me out yeah. and everything and i'll be like yeah sure i help you it's not no problem you ain't gotta like sacrifice nothing but i'd rather be on the spectrum where it's like i helped somebody yeah it's like i was somebody that was a hating ass nigga that held you back you know nobody could ever say i held them back in life and that's right. that's my pride right there like, yeah that's, that that jealousy shit bad man like it 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 can really poison the way a nigga think and move like like if if one day i look up you know what i'm saying i'm still making music one day I look up and you famous before I am. I never like, man, fuck no, ain't no goddamn way. How the fuck, blah blah blah. Like, you mm -hmm. feel me? I'm a goddamn toss my flowers. Like, all right, yeah, my nigga made it now. Like, you feel me? We all got the same 24 hours, man. Yeah, it's like, how you apply yours. You if somebody me? got lucky or somebody did better, good for them because it's like it's better than they actually make it than they actually stay stuck in yeah. a place and, and shit. And for you, for you to get jealous. Like you said, you really kind of wasting your 24 hours because you, you focusing on what that person doing and they focusing on what they doing. Like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when niggas say, uh, no, uh, uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Like, you know what I'm saying? You could, 
Like, you could be talking shit about a person and a nigga not know who that is and be like, shit, who the fuck is that? And look into who you are, but then they fuck with you. Now you got a fan or support because a nigga was talking shit about you. You know what I'm saying? Like Real shit for real, man. It's just everybody's relationship is different. If somebody's hating on some nigga, you have to really uh, process as to why they're hating on them. Really look at the relationship they have with that person and everything. You know, I I can't stand a nigga that feels like he can just brush shoulders with somebody like three times and swear to God they can run like a whole documentary. Like, do you really know this nigga for real? Or do you just sit around and talk shit about him for like an hour? and everything because it's like i swear like you you bump into them types in charlotte all the fucking time bro i swear to god that's why it's like it's good to just step away when you have the time really building yourself investing yourself and then whatever comes out of it good you know just focus on your next step and everything and that's pretty much like where my focus is moving forward it's like yeah there's school too and like these classes are kicking my ass like shit but it's just like at the same token you know it just like just focus on yourself and everything and whatever comes out of it good comes out of it good and if not then oh well you know it's like you know it was a long process and everything you know there was a point where i thought like i was never gonna drop a project because i just couldn't like come up with anything then when i really focus on nothing but that thing it actually happened 12 tracks with kids some on spotify mostly on snapchat got it on deezer and all this other shit and i I look up my own name my artist name and it's like you know not a picture doesn't pop up just yet but i'll get to that later but it's like you know at the same time it's like your name is right there you're officially an artist you're not some nigga that just says i'm gonna do this or at the barbershop saying i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and then you never do shit and everything so it's like you know that's that's another thing i never try to make it seem like oh i'm doing big things i just do it and then like the proof is gonna sit there and that's just yeah it. and it, it's it, it was crazy about that shit those type of situations is niggas don't take the time to think how their jealousy and focuses focusing on somebody else fucks them up you know what I'm saying? You can't focus on yourself and focus on somebody else. And you could have worked with them, too. Think about it. They could have probably taught you something. You know, you God, know I feel like God sends the right people at the right time in your life. You know, there could be a blessing or a lesson and everything. You're going to choose to be a blessing or a lesson. Yeah, and even to take it a step further from that, even if you get denied, you know what I'm saying, you keep that focus in your head and you, like I said, you stay consistent and you stay running that marathon there's no telling you might bump back into that person years later, but years later you in a different position to where you might could be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I ain't on that type of time I used to be like, I might have needed you back then, but I got a little something now, so we gonna have to really, you know what I'm saying, put some shit together. Like there's always somebody out there that's willing to help, man. It's just like, you know, like I remember this one producer and everything, talk hella shit, be like, Oh no, you can't rap, you can't do this, you can't do that, going back. It's like nigga, what the fuck? How do you hate on a nigga like literally for like writing in a notebook? And I be thinking like yo it's like that's like niggas hating on an architect for just drawing like some like 3d structure of like what a house would be uh-huh. oh you ain't never gonna be a real builder mm-hmm. oh it's just like that's just a pay- that ain't nothing it's like the shit doesn't even exist yet how do you hate on shit that doesn't even exist right. then you bump into producers be like they actually appreciate like how like you carry yourself and everything i'm really respectful with it 
You know, so I try to show up on time. I try to pay people when I when they get paid. I don't hold people back or nothing. And I just try to show up like 100% of what I can do as best as I can do. And people will really respond to that. Like, okay, right. he really does care about music. Okay, yeah, he really yeah. wants to build on the scrap. Okay, he really just wants to just get this stuff out there and everything. And I had to hit up my producer just a while ago just just thinking about it. Like, hey, man, you know, I appreciate you. Yeah, you know, yeah, thanks. Yeah. You know, because he kept the same price for me and everything. Like, low price of like a... Um, sixty dollars for no, it was like fifty dollars for two hours. Oh yeah, and every real good yeah, shit. That's good. We're missing an hour. Really? Yeah, that's <laughs> that shit piles up. No, like for yeah. real. I'm gonna keep hitting them up for real. And if not, if I do record somewhere else and everything, I'm gonna definitely send it like tracks to him to master because yeah, he masters yeah. the shit right. Oh yeah, and everything. So it's just like you know that's just stuff like that and everything. And I, literally, how I met dude was like through. A, a friend I had in middle school. I ain't even seen this dude in him forever. But just because oh, yeah. I say like, oh yeah, it's like you know, I've been. I need to find a producer. I just, I just can't seem to find a good producer. Like yeah, sure, I got one right here. Got a mixtape done. <laughs> Literally, just help people out, bro. I swear, bro. Like you'll yeah. be more appreciated and if you just shit on people all the time, bro. When it's time for someone to help you, man, it's just like, well, you gotta ask yourself, would you have helped that person? Yeah, situations like that, man. With that jealousy involved and you're and you're on the receiving end of it, it's like you at that point you can only be one or two people. Like you can use the hate to motivate or you can use the hate to destruct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like and that's and with that's that's in life. You know, you got some people who came up from rough families, came up from rough cities, and they use that to motivate themselves to get out that city, get their family out of that city, get their family in a better place. But unfortunately, you also have some people that, you know what I'm saying, when something not going right or whatever the case may be, that's their first, like, excuse, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of things can go wrong and everything. You just yeah. got to weather the storm as basically yeah. as you can and everything. And understand, like, okay, and just acknowledge how, like, whatever happens. And just acknowledge that it happened. You know, like, okay, like, my rent was due or whatever. Something happened. My car broke down. I had to pay for it. I had to push this project back over uh -huh. time. It happens. Life happens. You know, like, yeah, this, yeah. this, you know, it's just like, you know, and it's just, you know, like, I got to keep reminding myself, like, hey, man, I'm a whole-ass college student. But a college student that had to try to make it work to like to be an honor roll student and yeah, everything yeah. like it's just like you know so it's, I try to always keep shit like that in mind. It's just like you know everything is temporary yeah. and everything. You yeah, can have financial problems right here, and then next thing tomorrow you'll be balling out like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a firm believer in just uh like being down and feeling some type of way about the situation or whatever you're going through in life. It's not gonna fix it, like. You say you broke and you crying every day and just down the third, like crying about it is not going to make you unbroke. You know what I'm saying? Like life is going to do you some cards that you might not want, that you don't want to have to accept. But at the end of the day, that's life. You got to deal with it. So, you know what I'm saying? The only way to, only way to change the change is to change it. You know what I'm saying? Like. If you broke, the only way to get unbroke is to get some money. Like crying about it, feeling down about it, uh whatever the case may be, none of that is gonna is gonna change the outcome. Uh yeah, you just you gotta you gotta stay stay as positive as you can. I'm not saying I will never tell a person like obviously you're going through something like Obviously, you're going to feel some type of way. You're not going to be in the best mood, not going to have the best energy. But at the end of the day, it's something that you got to fight through. Because if you don't, you'll stay stuck in that position forever until, 
you'll be in that situation forever and or until God or whatever higher being you believe in decides to bless you and move remove you from that situation. And half the time, you know what I'm saying, that bad situation that they that the person may be going through is what's gonna take them to that next level. You know what I'm saying? Like my how niggas always say, uh like just like your storm, like you know what I'm saying. Weather, the storm come, it rain, it might fuck the world up, fuck some shit up. But nigga, it's something. Once the rain stops and your rainbows come and just all that type of other shit, like it's always it's everything. It's it's everything happens for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Uh, good or bad. Uh. And it's really just about how you respond to it. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it's going to be a hard situation, but trying trying to stay positive through everything in life is definitely the best solution because that's where that's where your positive outcomes come from. Got to have an abundant mindset, man. Yeah. You know, it's just like I know like one African proverb that keeps me pushing all the time is like no matter how dark or how long the night is, the sun is always sure to come. So it's just like, I always keep that in mind no matter what I'm going through in life. And it's just like, you know, and like, you know, that's just how time is too, man. It's just like, you know, I remember just pulling up 2018 to this damn campus. And then now it's 2021, I'm on my way out. It was yeah, like, it was yeah. like time just went like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. time don't wait for nobody, that's man. Years go by. That time go by fast in college. And then at the same time, you feel like, man, I could have done more shit. I could have done this shit. But at the same time, you got to be able to just appreciate all your w's for what it is you know it's just like okay yeah it's just like i might be 23 years old and i just dropped my first project good some people at 23 yeah. don't even want to claim they want this shit so bad and never dropped a project yeah. some people drop a project they don't even got a whole lot of tracks on it be like be like three to six and yeah, everything I'm, I'm 24 i still ain't dropped a project yet you know what i'm saying yeah. but at the same time um i'm working you know what i'm saying like i ain't dropped a project yet but no, that shit coming. Like I got, I've already put a plan together, got my date together. Like you know what I'm saying. Now it's just putting the final touches together on everything. You know what I'm saying. And again, that just go with the staying consistent. I mean that shit. I feel like a lot of people, well, musically, a lot of people think shit just easier than what it is. Like uh, it's more than just. Rhyming words at the end of every word and putting it on the beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit, that shit got to make you feel some type of way. Like, uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, his name Big Walk Dog. You know what I'm saying? I play him and the way he make me feel in the moment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Made me feel like goddamn, I don't know, some crazy shit. Like, fucking go buy a Hellcat and run from the police type shit. Like, he just, he put an energy into me that I just like, God damn, boy, like, I'm a young nigga getting money. Like, you feel me? Can't nobody fuck with me right now. And then on the other end, I'll play some damn, you feel me? I'll play some Seti Hendrix and goddamn call a girl on the phone, you know what I'm saying? Pop my shit, whatever the case may be. Like, you feel me? You got to make people feel some type of way with that music. Little baby make niggas feel some type of way when he talk. It make you feel like, make you feel like you goddamn got a hundred bands in your pocket right now. Like 
Nigga, goddamn, where the fuck y'all niggas trying to go? Like, we can take shit right now. I don't give a fuck. And he balances between, between, like, rhyming and me- melodic, which yeah. is, like, a good balance yeah. for sure without overdoing. Like, yeah. not at the W, not, like, the y- y- YMW Melly. Uh-huh. But more, like, just, like, you know, and it's just, like, it's, meth- it's like, uh, melodic, but it's, like, at the same time, it's still, like, hard at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah. Which I did real why I fuck with Lil Baby so hard. I'm going to put on so much Lil Baby, like, for just to study that style and everything yeah. because I, not only does it work, but it's just like it's something that can never get old for yeah. like five, six years. I can see little baby actually becoming like like the goat. goat. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He you definitely, know? if he definitely the goat of this generation though. Definitely, definitely is the goat of this generation right now. With yeah, people are appreciating him right now for what he. But yeah. when he actually drops that main project yeah. that actually puts him to the stratosphere, because mm-hmm. every artist got their got that project. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, Kanye West got College Dropout. Uh, freaking uh, J. Cole had 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Yep. Kendrick Lamar had Good Kid, Mad City mm-hmm. and everything. And then freaking Drake had Take Care. Although Drake was all pretty much doing good well, Take yeah, Care was yeah, solidified. Yeah. Yeah. So all this little baby needed that one project to be like, okay, once the next project and then the next project be like, okay, this is what solidifies them. Then that artistic project that really, really solidifies them. That's, that's, Get that's five it. years later, bro, so many awards. I look forward to Lil Baby's yeah, career, dude. Yeah. Cause it's just like seeing like where he started from, like being in jail and then five years later doing features with all types of artists and everything. It really, really speaks to you that, bro, you all you need to do is just get off your ass, bro. Yeah, and then you, you don't know where you're going to be headed, man. So it's like, you know, like I fuck with Lil Baby on that. Yeah, what's, what's so crazy, it be like, but some of these rappers that's mainstream never planned on being a rapper. Like, I've seen interviews with Lil Baby with like, you feel me, I wasn't about to fuck with this rap shit, you feel me, making his money out in the streets. Like, he worried about that money. He like, fuck that shit, nigga. I'm finna goddamn sell these bags or whatever, whatever's going on, and I'm gonna goddamn get that money like this. Uh, fucking, oh, a lot of people don't know it's crazy. Man, when Young Thug was rapping years ago, Gunner was already around. You know what I'm saying? Young Thug got videos out with Gunner in them, just in the background. And you watch the interview, he said one day he was in the studio, Gunner just jumped on the track. And now that nigga rich as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Just off of trying and shit. You know what I'm saying? But at the end, at the same time, that go back to having that support. You know what I'm saying? Like... You feel me? You friends with Young Thug, you just kicking it with him. You know what I'm saying? And one day, you like, bro, just fuck it. Like, nigga, just see what you can do. And now the nigga's a multi-millionaire just off of just off of curiosity, for real. You know what I'm saying? Just to see if the nigga could do this shit. And, and that's, that is, that be a lot of people's good and bad. Like, for example, a nigga like Pooh Shiesty, like, good rapper niggas love him but at the same time he not nobody's in his camp telling that nigga to get the fuck away from the streets you know what i'm saying and that's that's probably what led him into the position he in now with him being locked up and shit like yeah he getting rap money but he's still trying to fuck with that street shit like you gotta have somebody in your camp somebody in your team whatever letting you know bro like nah nigga like you the rapper you the one getting this legal paper like nigga stay in that lane because at the end of the day bro that's what's that's what's really gonna make niggas goddamn fuck with you like like of course you got some goddamn niggas that's in the streets that's getting money but nigga at the same time that shit so far fetched because one not everybody can do that and two you know what i'm saying that shit don't last forever 
You know what I'm saying? Like and some of the most successful rappers aren't even like thug rappers though. Like J. Cole, like Kanye. Yeah. Kendrick will be like associated with games, but he's not yeah. in that gang culture. Yeah. Drake especially is like one of the most popular and everything. Yeah. And he doesn't that talk about shit nobody. Grassy. You know yeah, saying? and freaking Degrassi, right. <laughs> like an actor, and still yeah. like made it and everything. But it's just like you know, you gotta have something that speaks to everybody. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like you know, that's the thing about like being in the hood life. That it's like, yeah, sure, it speaks to people that want to be out there in the hood, and people that actually like, okay, yeah, they they relate to that and everything. Uh-huh. But it's only that cycle of people that wish they want to get into it, but they're really not into it yeah. like that. And people who just like fuck with the songs that it is, you know. Whereas like for J Cole, it just speaks to the every man, and then Drake, yeah. it, just, it speaks to every man too and even females too and like with Kendrick it speaks to every man also you gotta have something that connects with everybody that everybody can appreciate yeah, you know I yeah. feel like that's one of the biggest that's just that's just one of the biggest thresholds I feel like rappers need to really shoot for you know yeah. it's not all about just being like oh yeah like I'm the shit I'm a credible yeah, thug yeah. or whatever because all that lifestyle doesn't bring to a cycle constantly being put into prison and everything like Kodak Black uh, YMW Melly even NBA Young Boys in prison and everything we need to yeah. take that culture out because it's like you know like yeah it's always gonna be ingrained to some degree or another but you gotta understand in hip hop we're the only genre where it's like we die early getting killed for no reason, no reason why know. is XX and Tassion dead yeah. he should be here he would be up there with like NBA Youngboy too. Yeah. Why why is uh well Juice Rodell over like drugs and everything? It was like why is he Shit, dead? Mac Miller. Mac Miller died and everything. Yeah, yeah, fentanyl yeah. and everything. It's just like why does it have to be that way? What about our culture is so cursed where we end up like our mortality rate is just just up there, man. Yeah. It's just like that's not that's something we need to change cuz you're not going to see country singers beefing. No, you're not going to see fucking rock stars. Just, yeah, no. They just make their music. And that's literally it. And whoever fucks with them fucks with them. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. Like, it's just like, I never understand, like, why is it us? Like, this bucket in the crafts mentality. Yeah. Just take I people think, out. I think it's more so who we make the music for versus it being us. Like, obviously, obviously, when you become a rapper, a famous rapper at that, you getting your money, like, you know what I'm saying? You might, you might still do some goofy shit. But at the end of the day, you get into the money that you want. And so, like, if a nigga if a nigga before rap was in the streets playing, shooting, killing niggas, blah, 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 like, and I could be wrong, but I feel like mentally, like, a person would slow down from that. Like, you doing, you involved in all that shit because you broke, you trying to get money. Now that you got money, it's like, I don't be, one thing I never understand is how a nigga go back to doing what he was doing to try to get the money once he got the money. Like, uh, I can't remember, uh, years ago, like, a football player for the Patriots got arrested for a murder charge. Like, bro, you rich as hell. Like, why the fuck? Like, I'm not, bro, I'm, I'm, I talk about some shit that I've been through, mm-hmm. but I say in plenty songs, like, bro, I never killed nobody, and I never planned on killing nobody. Yeah, it's not, like, but it's like, at the same time, even when you get in this genre, it's going to come to a point where you might have to. Yeah, and even, like, I think yeah, about, like, man, sad. I need to get a gun, man, because yeah. it's just like, you know, it's like it's one thing to fight and lose and everything like that. But at the same token, it's just like, bro, that persona, that image, this is a very fragile image we carry and everything, you know? If Justin Bieber got his ass kicked tomorrow, who's going to care after, like, a week (laughs) and everything? But, hey, it's like, you know, this is the stigma that maybe even Ja Rule would be like, oh, yeah, we we beat 50 of Ja Rule would be talking about Eminem's daughter and everything. Like, why y'all take it to the point where y'all talking about people's family? You got a problem with that person. What does it got to do with their family? I would never understand that. It definitely... 
we definitely feed into it by the things that we say in that music. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas in songs talking about killing a nigga if he snatches chain. A nigga hear that and now he feel like if a nigga snatches chain, he gonna kill his ass. You know what I'm saying? And get clout off of yeah, it. Yeah, like, All the fucking clout, man. That shit like, is nothing, so dumb. Nothing positive comes from that. You got a dead body. Now, both both mamas crying. One mama crying because her son in jail for goddamn years, and another mama crying because he lost her son. And then, let's say, hypothetically, shit steamrolls into a house. Sometimes it do to where now the nigga that's on the back end of losing a family member, now you got a family member in that family that's like, fuck that, I'm finna get my get back. And that shit will keep going back and forth and back and forth. Niggas trying to kill each other till the day somebody mutual tried to sit both sides down like, yo, this shit going on too long, too far. Niggas dying. The city hot. Like, but niggas scars, need to chill out. But the scars are going to always be there, man. Yeah, like, you yeah. Know, you can never come back from death, man. Yeah, I'll be thinking about shit like that. That's why I be trying to be careful who you fuck with and everything. Just be in a circle of positivity. Yeah. Don't be caught up with people that constantly fuck around with people that talk shit about you. Then it's like you fall out with them. They go talking all sorts of shit about to people who, who have an issue with you or some whatever weird reason. I don't know what it is and everything. It becomes a really, really fucked up mess mm-hmm. that puts you in a fucked up mental space where you're just like you, you really want to get back at these people, and it's like so I just try to keep level headed, you know, just keep my keep my distance, keep around a circle of people that fuck with you, that pray with you. For every backstabbing ass nigga that you meet in life, there's gonna be people that are legit gonna be there for you. Yeah, and it's yeah. like here I am and everything, you know, I'm in like Journey Entertainment and everything. They try to push me out of some other rap group in high school because they had an issue or whatever that they didn't want to express. Right. But it's like, you know, you know me, I write my own lyrics, I make the album covers, like it's nothing, just a thought like that and a concept. That's I know my value, I know my worth and everything. They saw their worth in me, they saw their value in me, and that's what you need to surround yourself with people that value you. Cause you they'll always flourish, you'll always grow around people that see your value and everything. You'll always be stagnant around uh closed minded, simpleton ass mind niggas cause they never go anywhere. Right. I'm here years later, I already got my project out, none of them have their project out right. at all. And it's like, you know, that everyone in Journey Entertainment has has something going from whether they got a project out or they got a studio they're running. They got something that they're doing. And everything. And sometimes I be having my fucked up days too. It's like where I feel like, man, like fuck it. Like, what's even the point of moving on with this shit? Be like, no, man, keep going. Pick yeah, yourself yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. doing it. Yo, you want to chill out someday and everything. You know, and it'd be like, these people, I don't even see them every single day. But it's like, that's why I just, now I'm at the age now where it's just like, you know what? Fuck how long I know you. Fuck whatever we've been through. Mm-hmm. What's your intentions, nigga? Because that's what's really what it boils down to. Because a nigga can smile on your face all day, every day. and But in his head, bro, he's taking you out bro and his head he's already fucking trying to talk shit uh down to you behind your back and everything trying to disparage your character and everything yeah and no thought of that has ever crossed your mind some niggas just are wicked like that and there's nothing you can do about it yeah that shit uh that's why i say man having a team around you and shout out main event man having a team around you is probably the most and anything that you do it's definitely the most beneficial thing, man. Having having niggas in your corner that believe in whatever you say you want to do, and it's not gonna let you steer from that. Like the guys that I I run with in main event, even down to some of the members. Like I'm nothing. 
like main event Teddy is nothing without main event first. You know what I'm saying? Like they they the ones that support me. They the ones that whenever I get down or got some personal shit going on in my life, like they the ones that give me advice. They the ones that do everything. And so it's like I never I'll I'll never find myself in a position to where I somewhat have to worry about shit like that because I know I got a team behind me that's not going that's not gonna let me fall or you know what I'm saying they'll like if I put a if I make a song they'll tell me like boy that shit hard as fuck or they'll be like nah that ain't it but them them telling me that ain't it ain't coming from a place of hate you know what I'm saying that shit coming from a place of like we've done this I've we've worked with niggas before that make music like. Uh, that didn't, I didn't really goddamn vibe out with that. And that's not to say somebody else in the world won't vibe out, but getting a valued opinion from a valued person will go a long way, especially coming from a person that give a fuck about you because they not telling you and that shit on no, like, deep down the side, they think that shit hard, but they don't want you to make it. They telling you that because they want you to make it and they don't think that's the best route to go. And so... Like I said, without a team, man, without somebody positive in your corner, like that shit, you can you can derail fast, you know what I'm saying? Or having the wrong niggas in your corner, you can derail just as fast as well. And so, uh, yeah, man, I'm nothing without the team. I'm nothing without main event, big or small, from the people, from the niggas that created main event to the members on campus that help run the party shit. Like, you feel me? I got love and support and help all of them as best as I can because I know at the end of the day, you feel me, we are, we are a family of support. You know what I'm saying? If we got a goddamn member on campus that need to go somewhere, we take them. We need got a member who fucked up. And they need a, you feel me a little bit of money just to do some shit. Like all right, I got you. Like you know what I'm saying that support gonna go a long way. Cause in return, you feel me. Main event got hella members. You know what I'm saying. So if I'm supporting all these people, like for example, if we was to have like 200 people, you feel me, and I'm doing what I do to support them. You feel me? That's 200 supporters I got just off the strength of support. You know what I'm saying? So definitely shout out the team. Shout out Main Event because, you feel me, I ain't nothing without Main Event. Well, Main Event Teddy ain't nothing without Main Event. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's good that you're shouting out your team out. You know, that goes the same for Journey Entertainment, you know? It's like, yeah, like I'm Toasty ESV and everything. Oh, my rap name, Toasty ESV and everything. It's just, you know, yeah, like I'll always be like an artist regardless, but it's like, thank you for at least allowing me to like give you that space where it's like, okay, I got like minded individuals yeah. that, that actually believe in you. Because that positivity can go a long way too, man. It's just like, you know, I was surrounded up in groups that was just highly negative, always talking shit, always on some nonsense. Always, it's always like, click base mm -hmm. as opposed to production base you know and you know it's just like you know that's not gonna get you nowhere and everything you can't be a dick rider your whole life and expect it that's gonna serve you but i'd rather just put in the work in and everything and just actually build some kind of machine like voltron type shit you know just build something that actually produces something you know right. but at the same time build on yourself also as an individual so for journey entertainment i like to like you know thank y'all too and everything you know i guess we're reaching like the time limit and everything um you know, i like to thank main event teddy for hopping on with me today you know, I, you know we don't we never even speak i do see you around from time to time so it's actually good that you actually took the time out to actually hop on it'd be hard to get people on from time yeah, to time yeah. I'm, I'm trying to reach my goal of 50 episodes for the end of this year 
and then I'm strictly gonna be focused on music for like a while right. and everything, so I can be able to get my shit out there and do what I gotta do. But it's like it's good that you know, like I get that support there, especially for someone just because we go to NCC. Yeah, we didn't even yeah, talk yeah. like that, but I be yeah. seeing you around there. Yeah, so it's I appreciate, appreciate you for having me up here, man, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I'm a I'm a support any way I can. I wouldn't, I would have never said no. You know what I'm saying? Because. I'm a support, especially you told me the vision that you had. You didn't tell me how many episodes you had done, I don't think, but you told me your vision. And I'm like, you feel me? I I can't stand on the shit that I'm saying if I didn't support. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely appreciate you for having me up here, though, for sure. No, for sure. That integrity shit goes a long way, too, y'all. You know, for real, it's just like, you know, don't be afraid to support your, your brothers, man. Don't be afraid to, like, just try to help people up. Ain't nothing wrong with helping people up. Um, it's better to be like uh, be a step into the right direction than try to like hold people down like quicksand and shit like you know you can't be on some shit like that um, but that's it for the Mental Threats podcast I think this is episode 27 any final words you want to give off to the people uh, shit just stay positive stay focused man uh, yeah if you got a dream don't give up on it cause that you feel me dreams dreams turn into reality oh, oh yeah yeah no for real but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that's it for the Mental Threads podcast. Sew it up, sew it up. Thank y'all for participating and everything. We are out.